Welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. You are here on our Christmas edition. So, hey, as uh, my friend Mike would say, ho, ho, ho. But also, we have some guests today. So, hi, as always, I'm Paul, and next to me is Mike. Hi. <laughs> and, he, and he's hoeing oh, up a storm. <laughs> you know me and the hose. And as always, Lamar is back with us, and we have our debut guest, uh, Christmas style. I think those were words or something that came together. <laughs> sure. That <laughs> that our friend Rami is here. So hey, Rami, what's hey. up? Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So it's Christmas time, and you know it's Denver, Colorado. So. When you actually hear this, it could be a snowstorm, it could be, you know, nothing. It could be 90 degrees, it could be now actually turning fall. I don't know, whatever you're into, welcome to Denver, Colorado. Yeah, if you don't like the temperature, you know, just wait a couple minutes and it'll be 50 degrees hotter or cooler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take it. Rami, you want to weigh in the weather as we <laughs> before, before we go into any movies today? It's been nice. Really unpleasant. It actually has been pleasant lately. That has been nice. Real nice. Almost, I don't want to say summerish. Would you say it's almost rare? <laughs> it's almost <Maybe>. export. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, today we're going to be covering Rare Exports from 2010, which is a Finnish film. And it's strange. And I don't want to follow that up with just saying it's a Finnish film and it's strange, but it's a strange film. And mm -hmm. I love it. And. Mike, you were the one to discover this many years ago, probably around 2010, I would assume. Yeah, I, th that sounds about right. Yeah, I've I've liked this movie for a long time. It's been it's been a yearly a yearly watch for me as well. And I, I found out tonight that Rami is in the same boat. Huge fan. Yeah, oh, you caught it when it came out. Yeah, uh, was it? Did it come out in theaters here or that? That I don't know. Um, if I had to guess, I think you saw it maybe like the year after it came out, that, that like internationally. Likely, yeah. But then I didn't, and then the next year you're like, you should totally watch this holiday film, and that was honestly like eight or nine years ago. Jeez, yeah. wow. How did you discover it? it? It was on a list of like under or maybe not underappreciated, but like. Movies that you probably haven't heard of yeah. that are Christmas themed that you should watch. Yeah, and they were right. This was, this was there. Yeah, sometimes those lists are hit and miss, and you found a real hit here. Well, I'm going to go with the summary. On Christmas Eve in Finland, Santa Claus is unearthed in an archaeological dig. Soon after, children start disappearing, leading a boy and his father to capture Santa, and with the help of fellow hunters, they look to sell him back to the corporation that sponsored the dig. There's some other things that they say. I'm just going to let it go. There's a couple summaries that I saw across the board, but I think some of it is going to be exposed as we go through this. We, too, will unearth <laughs> the secrets on Rabbit Troop Sucks on this special holiday edition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So someone maybe could, like, cue in some jingle bells, like, if we had, like, a budget. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll add them in post. Is that, can we do that? Do we yeah. have do we have post here at Rabbit Troop Sucks? We do. Okay. <laughs> it's me. Okay. <laughs> and the question is, am I willing to do it? Yeah. Probably yeah. not. The answer is no. Okay. Yeah. My wife and I have been watching uh, all the That 70s Show uh, Christmas specials. On Peacock, if you watch Peacock, they separate it by show. Like, here's all the Christmas episodes of That 70s Show or Everyone Loves Raymond. There's a bunch of shows we don't watch, but I love That 70s Show. And that's kind of what they do in the interludes. Uh, they'll, you'll hear like jingle bells, oh, yeah. or they'll take like, talk about, yeah. like the same the same like dancing non sequiturs. They'll just like make it like phased out, like uh, 
hyper color like greens and reds for Christmas or even the uh, cheap trick song in the beginning <laughs> is just like someone clearly just like rocking out some jingle bells. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's like it's like the scene change in Christmas Vacation where it's like that little bell song and the the flipping of the advent calendar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Add that for us here. <laughs> jing, jing, Every jing, awkward jing, pause we have just jing, add, jing. add some kind of bell. Sure. Yeah. Or one day open up that soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Where's Rami, you could you could give us a direct suggestions as our uh, one core listener. We'll call you <laughs> listener. Elsa. Yeah, we have we have our the listener of Ravager Sucks is here, so no one's going to be listening to this well, you, episode. You, yeah, you and my wife, you can now talk about it all in like together in our house. Long time listener, first time guest host. That's fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it everything you thought it would be? Eating yes. pizza, <laughs> having a beer. Watch my daughter run around. <laughs> it's all those things. <laughs> it is all those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'm just jumping in because we got a quiz to to Mike's uh, chagrin. We got a quiz going on after this. Hey, I won the last one, so you guys can suck it. Yeah, so uh, Nemo uh, and Lamar, you, you owe Mike some stuff. Like we talked about a beer or something like this. We got no one remembers yeah, what happened. Yeah, that yeah, night. So, <laughs> I don't remember that night, but I do remember. Uh, well, you go listen to the something. podcast. <laughs> yeah, go. We have we have proof. We'll take That's you to court. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I well, gotta pay up. That's right. Yeah. Well, we open up at some kind of dig. I don't really know where this is supposed to be at right off the bat by any means. Yeah, I don't really tell you. Yeah, you're in some like weird, super snowy area. Uh, clearly, this is not anywhere in America. Probably anywhere in North America. I mean, that was my first guess. Just seeing this, not that I know anything about geographical regions, but it just seems like somewhere way, way far away. Very, very cold. Uh, and, I yeah. assumed it was Finland. Really? In the Finnish movie? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I just meant like if you saw it. Like if you just saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. That's sure. Finland. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, of course, yes. I assume both, too. <laughs> okay. Surprise. <laughs> remember, the, remember the, it's, it's a month of surprises. Surprise. The Finnish film filmed it's, in it Finland. It takes place in Finland, yeah. <laughs> well, they're doing a dig. Yeah. And a black-hatted man who is very similar to a villain that you would see in Indiana Jones pops out. I note that there are several throws or like shout outs to Indiana Jones throughout the entirety of this oh, film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the director and the writers love Indiana Jones. I don't mean that as a negative. I don't think anything comes off cheesy or uh, I don't know overplayed. I just kind of like that. There is kind of like a slight homage. But this guy stepped out and he looks like he could be right off of like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And he's like, oh, like, we got to we gotta do some stuff. And I don't know what's going on. You guys could jump in. <laughs> no, that, he, do, he does talk about doing stuff for sure. Love stuff. I like your, um, I didn't notice the uh, connections to the Indiana Jones until, well, it's the last scene. I don't want to give it away right now. but And then there's one other scene. but So it's going to be nice to hear your um, connections to the Indiana Jones franchises, because I probably missed a whole lot of them. Yeah. Well, there are some, so take that. There are, yeah. (laughs) It's only my second time watching this movie. Oh, yeah. I've I've definitely watched this movie a handful of times. um, There's a lot of stuff that I am catching on the second time around that I didn't catch on the first time. Yeah, we we, we normally talk about, too, where we watch this, and uh, I think it's playing on Hulu, but uh, I actually had the Blu-ray, and Mike gave me the Blu-ray, so... Take that. Yeah. Take that world. Get a Blu-ray. Yeah. Blu-ray's still alive. Yeah, so like a, a worker comes in uh, and he's talking to the guy, the main the main weird guy, 
Um, he, I thought this guy was like so many different actors that he isn't the dad. No, not the dad. The like the the main. Oh, the, yeah, the main. Yeah, yeah. The dime store Ebenezer Scrooge guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Like I thought he was one of the guys from Harry Potter, but he's not that guy. He's just he's just a guy. Um, but he, yeah, he's the mastermind of. The, I don't. I don't. Uh, so as we know, I will not remember anyone's name. Mm-hmm. That goes double for this movie, oh, this where I cannot be, pronounce no. anyone's name. Just remember, Mike. For, you didn't know who he exactly was, but for any amount of money, he could be whoever you want him to be. Surprise. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, that's how we're going to reel in the Finnish listeners. Yeah. Well, he, he this guy apparently was a Finnish actor, too, as as are all of them yes. in this Finnish movie. Um, and the director, we saw, Mike and I saw another movie, Big Game, from oh, yeah. 2014 with Samuel Jackson. Uh, I would totally do that movie for this podcast. I had a lot of fun with that movie. Yeah, that movie was it. It actually stars two, pretty much everyone that's in this movie yeah. is also in that movie. Um Really, it's like the same. the The main kid from this movie has to rescue Samuel L. Jackson, who is the president from a plane crash. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's dope as fuck. I'm on board with that. Yeah, and, and the kid and his the the guy who plays his father is his father in real life. Um, Oni Tomatia or whatever the fuck his name is. That explains the good chemistry between the two. Yeah, yeah. they're both in it. Um, yeah, I don't, it, it, that that's a fun movie. We wow. should definitely do that. But yeah. Um, but yeah, what are we talking? Yeah, so they're they're in this like mining operation. I don't think it's an archaeological dig. I think they're there like it's like a blasting or. Oh yeah, you quickly find out like like that's kind of how what's shown to you. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you think it's like they're doing something. And it's all in the up and up. Like we're doing this it, quickly. The black hatted man comes out and he's like, uh, "We need to do this," and it's like. No, we're actually like digging deep. We're going to go down further. Um, right, and then, like the workers, like, hey, we we ran into like we got through rock, and now we're just hitting sawdust. And he's it, like, yes, good, good, yeah. keep digging, you'll find it. Yeah, this is like one step away from like the drinking contest with Marion in Indiana Jones. Like that, that's how creepy that guy is. He's like, yes, yeah. So like, <laughs> like, it, like we pack things in. Yeah, you kind of think that like they accidentally discovered this, but you pretty quickly figure out that like this dude is looking for whatever it is that they're about to find. Yes. Um, and he, you know, he hands out these pamphlets with new workplace safety rules. He's like, yes, yes you've got to be, you got to wash behind your ears and be nice and not smoke and don't swear, don't swear. and don't swear. And the workers like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right now? <laughs> He's like, it's Christmas. Shut up. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, and then we we kind of pan outside and we see um, the two kids, whatever, whatever the fuck their names are. Yeah, I think I think the the yes yeah, Pietari. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, nice. what is the other one's name? Juso. Yeah, Juso. Juso. Yeah, Juso has a sick mullet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is rocking. Juso's got it going yeah. on. Thin mull. <laughs> it matches his gun and cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. He had all those things. Like honestly, if I could get away with dressing like any of the people in this movie, I one hundred percent would. Especially like beardy pilot guy. <laughs> That's, oh yeah, he was perfect. I was thinking of him as the Walter Sobchak of this movie. A- absolutely. <laughs> if I could, if I could rock that vibe, man, I'd be doing the it. The perfect beard with aviators look. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Walter like from um, the Big Lebowski look. Yeah, yeah absolutely that's perfect. Um, well, well, the lead, the kid, uh, Pieteri, um, he in certain angles looks like he is part of the woodland creatures. Like there's something about his eyes and like. I'm not trying to sound mean. Like, it doesn't sound like he's not, like, bad looking. He just looks like he's a woodland creature himself. Sure. That yeah. If he had thistles, yeah. I believe you. <laughs> All right. I can see where he's he going. Doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He does not. Yeah. 
but he could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they're, they're kind of spying on, they, they just see the, the construction site or the dig site. I don't think they really stumble upon any good info. Um, but yeah, they're, they're sneaking around that. That becomes important later. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the kid gets back and he's like, I think Santa's buried up there. I think they're, I think they're looking for Santa. He sniffed it out immediately. Yeah. He sniffed it out immediately. And he goes home and apparently this kid has 5,000 ancient books on Santa Claus in his house. I noted that about the books. I literally noted that about the books. So again, not to sound mean that this kid looks like he's kind of like, I don't know, a, what would be a good woodland creature? Like a. A squirrel. A kind of squirrely, kind <laughs> sure. of hedgehoggy. Maybe a little more hedgehoggy. Um, that this kid, like Mike's not joking, this kid has like 55 books around him. This is an extremely poor mm-hmm. or secluded remote town. Right. I would imagine there's 50 books in the town. Um, right. And he has 5,000. All on Christmas. All, like, all <laughs> of them are on Christmas. Yeah, so it's not just 55 books, like stories. Like you could believe this kid might have a small library. Okay. It's all about like ancient Christmas rituals. <laughs> Somehow, and this is not really explained, Santa's Krampus. We find that out. Santa's just straight up Krampus right. and hates children and... That, I mean, surprise. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. there you go. You they ruined that it. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. yeah that no, kid they, discovers they do, that yeah. with all the books. He's like, hmm, Santa is evil because every book I own has him boiling and eating <laughs> and stalking and hunting the children down. So I, I like that scene where he's got a page out of the book where it's Santa, but with like a demon horn. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's just drawing a Santa hat. And yeah, he draws like, oh, the hat it, <laughs> it all comes together. <laughs> Rami, you, could, you could say he literally took a page out of the book. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did it. He did, he did it again. Well, he did his research in his own private Santa Claus library. So there's that. And so I don't know. I don't know what the next scene is. I think the next scene is his dad like yeah, building a tiger pit. Oh, the wolf pit. The wolf pit. Yeah, the illegal wolf pit. Illegal wolf pit. I didn't know what it was until they later pointed it out that it was a wolf pit. Yeah. I watch this movie every year, and every year I'm like, oh my god, what is he doing? <laughs> He's having fun. He's yeah. having a good time. <laughs> building a tiger pit, and Paul's knocking things over. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> This is on your uh, yearly watch list, Rami. Oh, yeah. And yeah. how many times have you seen this now? Uh, six or seven. I, I don't, don't know. know. Uh, I forget yeah. when I started. Probably ever since <laughs> Mike told you about it when he saw it. So I watched it the first the time when Paul invited, I think, a group of us over to watch it at his house one year. That makes sense. And then after that, I was like, oh, this movie is awesome. Uh, this movie is awesome. I don't go back to it as much as you guys do, and I should. It's now on my yearly one. I'm, I'm glad big, I watched it tonight. I'm a big non-traditional Christmas movie guy, so I I have like yeah. the staples in there, and then I sprinkle in some weird ones, like, <laughs> like rare exports. What, what, give me another weird one. Uh, my... My Christmas movies are getting a little far afield. Okay. I am willing to yeah. accept it if somebody says, like, Merry Christmas sometime in the movie. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fair, it. Yeah. That's it. Like, uh, <laughs> put on Army of the Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> that makes my Christmas list because there's that scene where they're like, they're, yeah. have a Merry Christmas. And I'm I like, mean, and a Merry Christmas to you, too. Yeah, that's what, all it takes, <laughs> I don't know why. I just imagine you having this on loop, like you're alone, <laughs> like drinking in the dark. Like Merry Christmas to you too. It's not on Merry Christmas. That's why I watch a lot of Christmas movies. 
catch the same one twice a year. I told all of you that my wife and I will watch even Lifetime films and Hallmark films, and we watched a the newest Kelsey Grammer movie, and it's Kelsey Grammer and his daughter, who's Summer in Rick and Morty, and he's in a time loop. My favorite. He's got to get out of Christmas Eve. It is one of the worst Christmas films. I mean, oh, I know what I'm getting into with Hallmark and Lifetime, but this is beyond that. This is like bottom of the barrel. It was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, what happened? Like, I don't know what happened. It was crazy. It was, was it, crazy. Was it Kelsey Grammer? Was it Hallmark? It was Kelsey Hallmark Grammer. Kind of, no. <laughs> like, there was CG in it. That was weird. There was like a scene where he's like in an, like a boardroom. But, like, everyone's in a room, but the backdrop is trying to show, like, downtown, but it's clearly, like, a green screen. Like, I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, like, before, you can't, yeah. I was like, you can't even get a room in no. this? Like, Airbnb's not in the budget. Like, yeah, they paid, they paid you in towels. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas towels. Goddamn Christmas towels. Sorry, sorry. Where, where are we? we no, we, we haven't really gotten past the, 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 the wolf, wolf trap. Pit. Yeah. 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 Pit. So... I, I want to talk about the stuffed animal that Pietri is dragging around. Yeah, he's, he's, walking, he's walking his little dog. Is it a dog? Because it looks like a dead rat. That oh, he's yeah. It looks like, it looks like, it looks <laughs> yeah. like someone took someone's toupee and put, put a ribbon around and it. He's, he's dragging it around on a leash. Right, so that's like another thing. So these, this is what this kid's playing with. Mm. This snowmobiles and his extensive Christmas library. Yeah, Yeah, this kid's wardrobe is out of control. He's got his helmet... Yes. Snowshoot. Snowshoot. Snowsuit. He's rocking his uh, like 22 rifle. <laughs> yeah, little, he, he's got like a nice little over under. This um, little uh, stuffed dog on a leash the whole movie. And uh, he's, he, we, we see him taping up the, the last day on his advent calendar because apparently that means that. Christmas won't come. Well, I mean, yeah, and he'll you, be safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes got to shut Satan's door. There's probably just something really gross in there too. Yeah, yeah. he's dressed like a tur- Turbo Kid. He, yeah, he does dress up like yeah. Turbo Kid. I mean, and clearly Turbo Kid came after this, and that's like some weird fantasy post-apocalyptic fallout. But that's this kid's everyday wardrobe, <laughs> right? So, so a again, normal day in Finland. Just yeah, noting like he doesn't just have a library; he has a Christmas library. So it's, it's the only books they have up there. <laughs> I bet um, they're written there, <laughs> right? So he he thinks uh, in the the next morning he thinks so- someone was like sneaking around on his roof. Uh, he he set up like a little I don't like a trap so that he would wake up if he moved, but it didn't work. I don't know. Can we talk about his weird alarm clock setup? He's got keys in his hand. Yeah, the keys in his hand, right. (laughs) Uh, But like like two times it doesn't fucking work. It snags on his sweater every time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is the worst alarm clock. Um, It it doesn't fucking work. Uh, But then he goes out and he wants to talk to his dad because he thinks something was going on. His dad's in the... They're like reindeer farmers, so I think his dad is like taking apart a reindeer or something. And he doesn't want to go into the workshop because there's blood or whatever. I mean, there's a pig at this point. Oh, maybe it might have been yeah. a pig, yeah. But his, um, his dad is conspicuously a butcher from like the back of their house in the shed. Yeah, yeah. Garage. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Um, yeah. But uh, but it's, we find out it's the day of the big reindeer roundup. Um, and that's where they're, they're going to go. To the reindeer pen. Yeah, and it's kind of weird. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I'm trying to think of the words. It's it's all electrified. 
but they're like putting on a show about this. That's what I can't really explain. They're like, come on out. We're going to turn on the electric fence. Like that's, and everyone's like, hell yeah. Again, there's a town of seven <laughs> with a Christmas library. So right. destiny, destiny has come to this point. <laughs> We're at the nexus. Right. Well, they have their electric reindeer fence, <laughs> but you know, oh my God, there's no fucking reindeer. I have to say, I did wonder in that scene. There's those other villagers off in the back. Uh-huh. You never see no. any. Yeah, they keep to themselves in cinema. <laughs> also, you you know what you also never see in this movie? A female human. That's true. That's true. Really? Well, actually, I think there were maybe some in that crowd. Uh, that yeah, for and they, thirty seconds. Okay, yeah. It did in that crowd. Rami described. There's a, a little couple, girl peeks her head. Out okay, like, what's going on? The, the, the lack of women in this movie becomes conspicuous. <laughs> well, maybe, right. maybe maybe we saw when they noticed it, so they came up there. Oh no! Yeah, we got to get some. I heard about this this side. Of the right. Side. <laughs> in America, they have something called the Bechdel test, and we can't fail it if there's no women. <laughs> so I, I remember wow. when I was in school, we watched uh, in college we watched a video and it was about different cultures and it was uh about using the term i like the phrase i love you and they're interviewing uh these finnish villagers and they were like you know in america we say i love you a lot like would you ever say i love you to you know your significant other and every couple <laughs> was like oh my god no like why i would never you, do that like, why are you saying this <laughs> like it even once was like well i think one woman was like maybe if my husband was dying I don't, but probably not. Yeah. Right no, <laughs> he'd have to be about to die. Yeah. So welcome to Finland. Yeah. <laughs> got Santa. <laughs> they do now. Um. Yeah. So they 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 let up the electric fence and they expect all these reindeer to come over the hill, uh, but it's like three and they're all they all they all suck. They're like shitty skinny reindeer. Yeah, so they go investigate. Yeah. So the biggest thing that all of them own is sweet snowmobiles. Yeah. All of this movie makes me want to go on a snowmobile. Uh, we let's yeah. do this as a group. Yeah, and when Paul says sweet snowmobiles, like for any enthusiasts, he means really old snowmobiles, <laughs> not like a really contemporary. Film. Honestly, for me, it is sweet. No, no, it, I I would rather have the old one that is in this yeah, movie. Yeah, they're they're super boxy. Mm-hmm. They're just like it looks like you're driving a rectangle, yeah. and it <laughs> looks like it was made for a GI Joe toy. It's yeah. awesome. I do like those. Yeah, it's like a big yellow one. I'm like, ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> Basically, every person in this movie kind of looks like some kind of rough Arctic GI Joe. Especially the dude with the sunglasses. Especially Are you the dude me? with the sunglasses. Rock and roll. That is yes. rock and roll. Or who is the Arctic guy? I can't remember his name. But I think he also yeah, had, yeah, he had a beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. do remember. Oh, and they, they do offhandedly say something about the helicopter not working because they need you to know that this guy can fly a helicopter for later in the movie. Oh. And he does. Yeah. And he does eventually, yeah. But yeah, they, they go for a little investigatory snowmobile ride and they come across uh, Finnish Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers who was already there and there's just a shit ton of dead reindeer. Yes. <laughs> It's a good comparison. He, dude, he, look, he looks just like fucking Flea. <laughs> he did. I didn't get it out until now. <laughs> um, but they're right by the fence where, like, that the mining company, the quote-unquote mining company put up uh, when they for digging up Santa. And there's, like, a hole cut into it that is the hole that the kids cut in when they when they went to Snoop. 
Um, yeah, so the and, kids are like, oh, like, the, like the good kid is like, oh no, yeah, like we're gonna get fucking caught. Yeah, and the other kid's like, don't you say a word about any of this. But then the like the parents are freaking out, like all these guys. Right. They're like, you know, the wolves could not have done this. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, there's Russian wolves. Everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Russian wolves. <laughs> and if you're, if you're watching worse, closely, like, yeah. you'll find that the kid turns one of the reindeer over and uh-huh. sees this big fat oh, weird yeah. <laughs> human footprint. <laughs> Naked human. Footprint. And he, Naked does, human and, footprint. and he doesn't say anything about it. No, he keeps his mouth shut. He's like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. <laughs> so this this in our notes is I think we just took like a two minute break really quick and I was talking to Lamar about something and I just wrote this and I was like I'm gonna remember what this means and I absolutely don't and I just wrote <laughs> the town cranberry. <laughs> oh yeah, he's making the rest. <laughs> oh yeah. We cut to a scene where now, like, the father is haphazardly making a roast, and Rami was noting that it was done with such disregard to the meat that this is a dinner that it just looks like garbage. <laughs> like, honestly, it looks like a hunk of meat. Mate, and I, I jokingly said salt was there. And I was like, maybe if you're lucky, the cranberry and one of you guys was like the town cranberry. <laughs> it was shared throughout the town. Like, you'd use it every now and then for your meals. That's a good, uh, that's a good seasoning to it. We, we missed the scene where they, uh, they, they all decide to drive up to the top of the mountain to talk to the, the, Mining guys, oh, yeah. and there's no one there, but the mountain's now hollow. Yeah, I think we also noted, like, didn't even say like the. So the kids did see at some point in time that black-headed villain that we noted. He's straight up said like, "You're going to unearth these things. Yeah. Like you have 24 days, you will unearth it. You think that you're mining? Haha. <laughs> this is like a, a yeah, tomb. Yeah, and you're he, robbing he, it. Yeah, he's yeah. Even, he's talking about grave robbing straight he's up. Super explicit. He's like, "We'll do what we came here to do." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, American workers, you're going to dig up Santa Claus. <laughs> Rami, when, guy, when that guy goes to court, he's going to own it. Like, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. We don't even need a jury. I can tell you that, that those are my words. I think my PowerPoint presentation <laughs> on my business plan speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Did you say looting? Because I said grave robbing. I said it very directly, and I said it numerous times. Do you want a copy of my speech? Let's not mix words here. But yeah, the, uh, Let's not share the town cranberry. They go to investigate because that was their whole herd, and they're trying to get their money yeah they want the money <laughs> so they drive up there and they're like there's nobody here but there's this huge hole <laughs> yeah so now everyone's suspicious and yeah now we cut back to home um pietri is is suiting up in his turbo kid outfit he tells his friend that he needs to tape cardboard to his ass <laughs> why was so that as foreshadowing yeah for when you're getting switched when uh <gasps> i didn't picture that until he started hitting the yeah. later on in the movie yeah <laughs> I yes. watch this every year and I was like every year it's to protect like, his ass from the beating <laughs> well cause later he's like hey dad you gotta beat my ass oh yeah you gotta beat my ass right now <laughs> and then he's like <laughs> yeah like and he, he presents boy. himself uh, but yeah so but yeah now we have the saddest Christmas dinner uh where <laughs> oh man the, the fucking kid asks his dad dad what if I didn't exist like, <laughs> a really a really these sweet are the, yeah, Christmas these are the, conversation these are the Christmas questions I, I, I can't wait to field for my daughter like yeah daddy <laughs> daughter yeah my note I just wrote down kid has hard convo with his dad over dinner and it's the really saddest like no music playing just them at the table and the kid after a minute of silence just brings up 
dad, why? What? What if I just didn't exist? <laughs> you mentioned no soundtrack. Was there? Do you guys remember music? In there this was uh, yeah. sporadically, just kind of distance. It wasn't memorable at all. It's just kind of there, just to make the moment okay. more encompassing. But it just didn't add on to anything at all. Hmm. Yeah. It was a really sad dinner, though. It was a very <laughs> sad dinner. Dad's just like, go away. I don't want to deal with your depression and shit. <laughs> Why don't you disappear to your room? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah thank you. Uh, disappear I, to your room. I also note the dad's sweater. Uh, I was like, wow, that looks like the most comfortable sweater I've ever seen. It's the kind of sweater that you would just imagine something Nordic and then kind of tattered, and that's the sweater. So basically, like people made it and now wear it in the yeah. Matrix. Mm-hmm. So that's I want that sweater. Yeah, and it, same goes with all sweaters in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It, everyone uh, looks cozy. Totally. And I bet if you went online and bought an authentic one, like from someone on Etsy, it would be like seven hundred. Right. <laughs> so you just go to LL Bean, buy a sweater, bury it in your backyard for five years, <laughs> and then then you have what this guy's wearing. <laughs> Um, is this, do we, is this where we find the dude in the, no, no. Uh, so, so the kid goes outside to pee. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go pee. And he's like, ah, the bait's gone. Cause the dad set up this big rig for a bait. Oh, stop for, yeah. I was going to say we should stop for a beat and talk about the bait. A full pig head. Yeah. With yeah. An apple. apple. With an apple in it. It's seasonal. <laughs> yeah. Season. But, but I, before this happens is when the dad's trying to light a fire and the kid put a fucking bear trap in there. <laughs> extremely startled and traumatized yeah yeah the dad it freaks his shit all out yeah i mean it would have killed dad right yeah and then he grounds the kid and then the kid's like shut up i gotta pee and that's yeah and now we're outside and he's like hey the bait's gone the giant pig head with the apple is gone and uh and dad goes to investigate yeah so they they get to the wolf pit and the dad kind of like I don't know what was covering it. Something's covering it, yeah, whatever it is. Palm like, fronds yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, debris, yeah. bushes, I don't know. He moves some things back, and you quickly see this flash of what looks like a guy kind of mutilated in a yeah, Santa like, like suit. Like a bloody mm-hmm. hand or something, and there's feathers like from for a down reason. jacket. Yeah, so it was kind of... So I, since I've seen it before, it's hard for me to kind of freeze frame in my mind. And I think, like, honestly, you just see it for, like, a second. But clearly, I know exactly what it is since I've seen it, and all of us did. But I think you're more like, what was that? And you kind of maybe have, like, the gist of what's going on. And then he quickly is like, to his son, like, you've got to get out of here. Like, don't worry about it. Uh, and he gets inside, and it's like, code red freak out. And he's, like, calling his friend. His mm-hmm. friend comes over. Uh, the kid's like, oh, I'll go outside. He's, you're not going outside. <laughs> like, no one's really going outside. He wants to go see what's right. oh, yeah. <laughs> He knows something's a brewing. But he does, he does go outside, and he does take a peek in. And because he's a little fucking narc, he runs immediately to the first police officer he sees. (laughs) He is a little narc. And he gets in the police car, and his dad's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's kind of comical. Like, there's no one in this town. There's just no one. And then, randomly, a police car drives by, and he hails it. And you could see a small conversation where the kid's like raising his hand and explaining. And you could tell the father's like, son of a bitch. Because he's from a distance. And the kid just hops right in that car. And you could tell the dad's like, you've got to be kidding me. And then he follows him. Yeah, so, so, so he follows him, yeah. Before we go that far, we're, uh, we're missing the, uh, the introduction of uh, Pietri or uh, 
not Pichu. What is the helicopter guy? The helicopter. Yeah, guy. I don't know what his name is. Pieperin. Yeah, Pepperin. Pepperin. Oh, Pepperin. G.I. Pepper. Yeah. Uh, Pepper shows, Joe? He, he is the he coolest the, person in this yes, movie. Yes, he was the phone, uh, the friend that the dad phoned, and he yeah, shows up. Yeah, to, he dre- he yeah. shows up dressed like Santa Claus because he's on his way to like that <laughs> game. The Santa Claus rounds. <laughs> yeah, and they, they kind of wrestle this this body as we find out into their little kill house or butcher house or whatever the fuck it is. But yeah, so so he, he uh, the father goes after the kid. He chases him down in the car, and the the cop was on his way to Flea's house. Because I guess everyone has been calling this one cop this morning because, like, he says all the all the town's radiators are, have been stolen. That someone the, the wife's hairdryer is gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like anything to heat something, like some, yeah. anything giving off heat or something. Yeah, that's it's all missing. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're kind of talking through this. And, and Pietro, the kid goes up to find his his friend who is Flea's son I think yeah, um, and uh and the kid's gone there's just a creepy do- oh we didn't so it, the kid goes down into the pit after the dad leaves and he finds a creepy doll in there in a sack in yeah, a the, sack yeah the, the doll is super creepy yes. it looks like a wicker doll that was burnt and yeah, placed in your bag exactly it, it's like a life-size child doll made out of like burnt coconut husks or something. So as you're saying, this is the finished version of American doll. Yes. American girl doll. Exactly. Yeah. This is the finished finished boy doll. Here is doll. You have destroyed it. Yeah. But so he grabs this doll that's in his friend's bed and he goes downstairs like, Hey guys. So like shit's whack. My friend's gone. And the cop's response is my favorite. He's the cop's like, he's probably out looking for girls. Like this town has eight people in it. They all live five miles apart. And he's like 10 years old. Yeah. This 10 year old, smoking cigarettes on a snowmobile trying to pick up like the three girls in this town <laughs> now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking about burnt American doll or girl dolls <laughs> like in America you know for all of you international listeners clearly mm-hmm. I know there are thousands you know we get the weird like girls are trained to become moms like the baby pees and then you change it and it's adorable and maybe in Finland's like you've burnt your baby now you play burial <laughs> wow <laughs> Wow. Every girl wants to play burial. <laughs> That's a singer. I, I mean, I do now. I also, I also, I think we took a very, I think this is where I got a pen. My pen ran out and I, ha- I was like, I'm really sorry. I have to take another really quick break. But I got back and Lamar and I were talking and now I have Nick's chips. I was like, ah, oh, just like Nick's and their chips. <laughs> about spo- I said that. I was like, how about them Nick's? <laughs> we're shooting the shit about sports. <laughs> about Nick- Nick's and their chips. Nothing. <laughs> Lamar said Nick's chips suck. <laughs> Nick's chips. Yeah, they do suck. Mm-hmm. So if you're a fan of the Nick's, I don't know why you're in Colorado, but <laughs> yeah. apparently your chips suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that means. No one, no one knows. Yeah. Sorry. We're back. No. Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> Oh, so yeah. Oh, is there like gingerbread? I, I wrote down um, this. The no one realizes that these kids have been taken, except like, no one Juso's, gives a shit. Yeah, no one <laughs> except Juso's parents. No one's really yeah. caring or noticing no, that these kids are disappearing. Like, well, now he'll be back. Well, it was yeah. just the kid. Uh, well, I, Pietri. <laughs> he's, calling, yeah. he's the little detective. Like, <laughs> well, let, 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 let me uh, side with Lamar on that. Like, so no one notices. 
what we've been shown is this is like a town of 20. And yeah, so it's like off-skirted people. But later we see sacks of children and there are like oh, 150. Yeah. So much yeah. crap. Where? Yeah, the numbers are super <laughs> off. I can relate that to Indiana Jones. Uh, in Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, one, they're stealing children, which I noted in this very Temple of Doom-esque, steal the children. Wow. Two... I also noted the numbers are off. If you ever watch Indiana Jones, my dad, Rico, who's been a guest, we would always watch it, and he would always note, like, there's a bridge scene at the end, and Indiana Jones is about to cut the rope with short round, but when you pan out, there's, like, 15 people, and when you pan in, there's, like, four. My dad's like, oh, my God, because the one is, like, more, like, animated and kind of shadowy. Uh, later in the movie, you'll see all the elves and there's scenes in the woods. It, there's clearly like thousand, there's a thousand of them. But then when you later see them wrangled up, there's, there's a number. Oh, I could share it, but okay. But yeah, sorry. That was my tangent. Okay. The, the numbers, they just don't add up. They don't add up. Um, what the fuck's happening? Well, we do get to the guy, if I'm jumping around, that the guy in the uh, the kill room slaughterhouse has eaten a gingerbread cookie. Oh, yeah. Cookie. And he, he's he's hanging with the old uh, the old guy. Because they all realize, like, this guy's not dead. So the, yeah. the, the, the son and dad leave, and this guy's still kind of, like, tending to things, and he yeah. starts eating a gingerbread cookie. Well, at first, they, they assume that this guy was one of the Americans from... Uh, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson from the mining company, because he had his jacket on or whatever. Yeah, uh, but it, and it, it becomes clear that he's maybe not, maybe not that, uh, because Brian was like fifty years old, and this man is a billion years old, um, and also doesn't understand English, uh, and is is definitely alive. They they're poking him with sticks, um, teasing him with gingerbread. Uh, well, the way that they find out he's alive is they were going to chop him up like a. Pig. They, they were going to they were going to chop him up like a pig to get rid of him. Uh, because they didn't want anyone to Duh. find out about the illegal wolf pit. Um, hey, I don't want people ruining my Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> right, but also, like, this town has one cop, and he seems like kind of an idiot. So I don't think they had too much to worry about there. I don't think, like, they're sending CSI over to this guy's house. But, but yeah, they figure out he's Mr. Mad. CSI. <laughs> yeah. And they bring uh, Jusho's dad back, because he's the only one that speaks English. Is, Ju- is Jusho Flea? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's his, his son, uh, is Juso. Oh, okay. Yeah, Juso's the friend, his dad. Oh, okay. I can never remember his dad's name. No one Flea. No, it's Flea. Flea. It's Flea now, yeah. Um, That's canon now. Yeah, so he's yelling at him in English, uh, but it's not It's not fucking working. Well, let's call him Needles, because that's his name in Back to the Future, too. <laughs> okay, I could see this guy being called Needles. Yeah. So. <laughs> Juso's, Juso's dad is Needles. <laughs> I'm not going to remember that, but I'll try to remember that. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Um, He's yelling at him, beating him with a stick. <laughs> yeah, a broomstick. Mm-hmm. He gets like, like the, the proper beat. He's like, "Bring me the broomstick." Right. And he 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 ends up biting Pepperin's ear off, kind of. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, but so this, this this dude is basically being unresponsive and kind of a bitch. But he he perks right up when uh, Pietri rolls around. Or when gingerbread. Or when, yeah, he loves gingerbread and children. (laughs) So those are his two triggers. He's a proper Santa, if you will. Yeah, and uh, Pietri's like, bro, it's it's fucking Santa Claus. Because he still thinks this is just a singular Santa Claus person. Yes, and I want to say, every time they show the Santa Claus, 
the film stock, the filming of it is super on point. Yeah. Like there's this little gold glare off this, I'm going to say for now, Santa's eyes. Mm-hmm. And also it's always just dark foreboding. I know Lamar is a big fan of comics. We, we grew up kind of reading the similar ones. It's always like, I, I, I can almost see like Santa being on the cover of a comic, like a little hair in front of his eyes, but really like faded out dark. Yeah. And maybe like that, gl- like that gold shimmer. Like, it's just super good looking. So highlighting that, you know, this movie is, you know, 12 years old, maybe 13 when it started getting filmed, that another country did this on a budget is just awesome. It's yeah. just like, like, everything looks awesome in this film. Yeah, the filming, like, there's some pretty rough CGI in this yeah. movie, but, like, it's it's fine. Um, it The rest of the movie kind of makes up for it. Thanks. No, I'm sorry. The way that they handled the framing and the cinematography with the... Uh, live acting, uh, weird old dude, spot on. Yeah, yeah no, it looks it looks great. This whole movie looks pretty great, yeah. to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so like it, they're 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 kind of hitting an impasse with Santa, and they realize that there's a radio, like a walkie-talkie, in the jacket pocket that he was wearing, and they use it to call. Well, I think they heard chatter over it, so they call up the uh, whoever's on the other side, and it's Black Hat guy. And they're like, "Hey, we got, we have your Santa Claus. Uh, we'll sell him. We'll sell him to you." Who, who is this? Where's Mister Green? Where's Mister Green? Yes, <laughs> that's an ac- a pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, it's triggered. So they dress this dude up in uh, Pippin, whatever the fuck his name is, in his the Santa suit that he was wearing earlier. They put him in a goddamn cage and they strap him to the back of a pickup truck. And and and, and a side note, um. They are wanting, and they will say, they want money in retribution for all the reindeer that were killed. They're right. saying they, they're figuring that they, they're losing on about $85,000. And they're like, this is going to like just ruin us. Like, we're screwed. Right. Uh, yeah, there's like a financial burden that's yeah. driving the plot of this movie. So it's not just like these people are like malicious. It's like, we're basically just going right. to ask what we're owed for. Right. Like, yeah. this, this town is going do. to die unless we get this money. Um, which is kind of an important point that we did not bring up. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, yeah. that yeah. what triggered the whole thing? Well, who because knows? the reindeer yeah. was killed and they Yeah, how many people are in this town? Yeah, that's yeah, true. They, well, there, there weren't a lot of reindeer, so. <laughs> that's true. Um, but uh, someone was having all those goddamn kids uh, that we'll see later. Uh, so they, they drive out to this. It's like, like Mad a, Max. Do they have like five women for like, uh, what's, yeah. like what's Joe? What's Shut it, <laughs> <Emotive> Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a breed lab. Yeah, there's like a a tanker truck driving around in circles with like just a couple girls in it. Um, And then the rest, everyone else is a war boy or whatever. Um, (laughs) Yes, they they, they drive out to this like warehouse area and uh, Black Hat's there. He lands in a helicopter um, and uh, we hear they're trying to like they're making a deal sort of. And we hear rustling and he's like. Santa Claus has come to town or something. He says something like pretty on the nose about. Yo, well, he walks off. And you he's better watch out. Like, or whatever. Yeah. What are you talking about? Deal. Deal. Oh my God. Where's Mr. Green? We need to get out of here. There's no, no deal. Right. And then he sees this guy. He's like, this isn't Santa. This is one of his helpers. Well, it, it takes a second before he catches on. You, you're uh, missing the part where uh, Pietri, that little, uh, you know what goes sneaking <laughs> off like he loves to do. Oh yeah, he does go sneaking <laughs> off, and he he comes to a giant door that is the exact same door as the twenty fourth day on his advent calendar. The final door. The final door. <laughs> and in a moment of uh, 
uh, I don't know, whatever. He drops his little rat toy to, <laughs> to signify that he's growing as a person. He's a man now. He's a man now. And, uh, you know, he and he makes his way in there. Uh, but but then the rest of the elves show up. Spametsa. Hanging dong and start killing people. And and the one other thing we know, or maybe we forgot to say, is the one guy who's really angry. Um, uh, that kid's dad, uh, Flea, we'll say mm-hmm. needles. Yeah. Um, he's like, hey, I want to show you something. This is earlier. He's like, oh, yeah. someone stole my sax. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> and all they, of the sax from his. Yeah. yeah, yeah so his his side bottom. hustle was as a potato farmer. Yeah, and then they left all the potatoes. There's like like a hundred thousand of them, and like all the sacks are gone. Mm-hmm. And then now we see them. Because we go uh, into a hangar. Am yeah. I jumping too far ahead? No, I mean... We, the, the timing's right on that. Yeah, the timing's right. So, like, Black Hat Guy gets an axe to the back of the yeah. head. I like this because this was a twist for me. Surprise! That he's like... Because he's like, all right, we're... Like, he's, like, he, he levels out a little bit. He's like, we're being watched. Oh, yeah. And you need to smile... And you need to think happy thoughts, and you like need that. to walk slowly, mm-hmm. and you need to listen to what I'm saying, or you're gonna die. And they're like, "This guy's full of shit." Well, he's like, "I'm not." And then they immediately throw an axe in the yeah. back of his head. Well, he also <laughs> says, literally, Santa's going to find out who's naughty or nice. <laughs> and they're all looking at him like, "What the?" <laughs> and then he gets axed to the head. He does yeah, and axe. then all of the the rest of the Santa's elves start running out of the woods, and they'll have like pickaxes and shit. Now. There is one movie that I've seen in my life that I was like, this is just an inappropriately gratuitous use of male nudity. This movie pushes the end, <laughs> but it's not as bad as the movie I'm not going to just uh, rag here. There you go. <laughs> well, to, to throw back a couple episodes when we watched, uh, uh, what's the prison movie with... Uh, in Hell? Yeah. No. Van Damme in Hell? No, no, previous Fortress. to that. Fortress. Fortress. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the opening scene uh, of Fortress, uh, where we have, like, the parade of wieners going into the into the prison. Yeah. This yeah. is, like, 20 times more wieners than that. It, and they're all oh, on 70-year-old yeah. men. Yeah, how much <laughs> and they're running around, flopping around. How, yeah. much, how much do you think it weighs? <laughs> Can you compare, like, Fortress to this movie in weight? Penis weight? Yep. I, no. Oh, no. no. There's a listener out there for everyone. So. Yeah, anyone who's good at penis math, let us know what kind of weight we're looking at. Crunch surprise. Crunch those, yeah. Do, do the math. Um, uh, yeah, so... I want to see the notes on that. I want to see the final numbers and the notes that got Somewhere you. right now in front of a whiteboard, someone's sweating, just you know, jotting down... <laughs> Formula trying to figure this out. Who is Mr. Green in the penis weight? I'll tell you who's crunching those numbers. It's uh, Jew Show's dad, Flea. He was the numbers guy in that. Movie. That's right. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He was always doing math. Yeah, his penis weight just doesn't add it up, Jew Show. So they they all run into the final door. Um, yeah, and, and now we have we find all the ovens from the town. Uh, all a bunch of kids in hair dryer was outside. Or yeah, we'll the, see that. Oh, the hair dryer was outside. Yeah, and we we see a big block of ice with horns and like a switch coming yeah, out. Yeah, and this looks awesome. Like it does look awesome. Yeah, I mean, so it's supposed to be Santa Claus. It, again, imagine Krampus in your mind. Right. There are these ginormous horns coming out of it, and it's like only the horns are coming out of this. I don't know, like forty foot tall slab of ice. It is huge. Like this is you just got to the end boss, and you're like. Yeah, oh shit, like this guy's big. He's gonna have a big health meter. Yeah. Big. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I think the 
kid he mentioned earlier that the elves built this nest mm -hmm. for Santa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're building a nest for him. This is when he really comes into his own and starts calling his shots for everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, yeah, so it, we, yeah, we have all these kids in sacks, and so if you walked into a room and there were a bunch of hostage children in sacks, your first move would presumably be to let the kids out of the sex because they're all screaming and scared. No one... Sorry, friend. That's no. move four for me. Okay. That's move four. Well, I have other things. As it was for the characters in this movie because yeah. no one lets kid fucking one out of any sex. They're all just standing around, kids screaming in terror, and they're like, what are we going to do about this, guys? Not only did they not let any of them out of the sex, they almost opened up one sack. They put them back. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Is this where? He's uh, looking for his son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Son. yeah. So needles, <laughs> needles lets his son out of the oh, sack no. for a second, but then Pietri's like, guys, I got a plan. Put your fucking kid back in the sack <laughs> and shut up. Sack him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about the sacks. Um, okay, Pepin or whatever, you go out. Get, get that helicopter. We're going to take these kids on a little helicopter. Oh, who do we say it would be? He's G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's our G.I. Joe. Arctic G.I. Joe. Yeah. yeah, he goes out and he he, he navigates his way through the elves by uh, giving them gingerbread. Yeah, it's cookies. awesome. So he's like snapping. He's like, mm, and then yeah. he throws it off like they're all dogs. And, mm, you have and some they more. behave like dogs. And they love it. <laughs> yeah, they just go right for them cookies. Uh, and he gets in the helicopter and he takes off. And uh, yeah, they, they hook all the kids up to like a big net. Yeah, and again, there's like 150 sacks in here. There's yeah. just so many a children. Massive net, three <laughs> massive piles of children. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, they're like, okay, because because now, yeah, Pietri is taking control of this. Like, someone's got to be in charge. No one else is doing it. So it's nine year old. <laughs> yeah. So this nine year old's like, okay, you know what? I left my stuffed animal outside. I'm a man now. Uh, Dad, you're gonna blow up this fucking thing when I leave, and I'm gonna go put these kids in the reindeer pen. Um, and yeah, that's what they do. They go on a little helicopter ride. So uh, that's what I noted before. So as the helicopter is going up, you see these aerial shots of the elves, Santa's little helpers. Yeah, there's a bazillion. So, of them. Yeah. So all of the elves again, look like have half clothed, maybe sometimes with loincloths, Santa's. So that imagine, was just pubic hair. Yeah. <laughs> but there's clearly hundreds. There's, yeah, there's just there's hundreds of them. Yeah. yeah. It's like a pack of these things running through the woods. Um, but yeah, he they, they lure him over to the to the reindeer pit. But oh no, the gate's closed. And Pippin, because he's a little pussy, is like, we gotta come up with another plan. This isn't gonna work. And Pietri's like, nope, I'm gonna die hard leap off of this helicopter. It's like, yeah, but we gotta get you back. I never plan on going back. <laughs> yeah, he's he's throwing out the badass one-liners, and he just he backward dives. Tell dad what I did. Yeah, and just like <laughs> repels down this like guy wire, turns on the electric fence. And uh, and traps these. these well, all, yeah. Then all the elves, Santa's helpers, just start rushing in. Yeah. Um, so and the real head scratcher is he's just like waving as Peeperin is flying off, and yeah, he Peeperin's stoked. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just leaving this <laughs> like, nine year old yeah, with all right. these. But, yeah. but also, like, what what is worst case scenario for the kid here? Like, are they just going to put him in a sack and then? Try to bring them to the other. Yeah, kids. I mean, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but so. Well, wait, I do want to say. Yeah. Sometimes, so when the rush of Santas is coming, two of my favorite like scary scenes in the movie are this because one, you have a bunch of naked, yeah. half clothed Santas, and I mean like a it bunch running towards you. But the scariest scene I thought was going back a touch was um, they had the Santa in the back when they go meet 
uh, to do a trade off mm-hmm. when he looks the, through the window. When he yeah, he yeah. looks through the window at the kid like that mm, yeah, like it is totally like mm. I'll eat you. Like I like <laughs> you are sweet and I will eat your face. Yeah, off not, not like what you say to a kid like I'm gonna eat you up. But like I will literally I'm gonna yeah, eat your he, your human body. He for looks like he is programmed to destroy that child and eat his face. It's like he's mm-hmm. looking at the biggest piece of gingerbread he's ever seen in his life. And we know he loves <laughs> gingerbread. It's like he's got his chance at the top. Own cranberry and <laughs> everyone gets to go up to town cranberry not everyone wins though no yeah, tell dad I, literally no one wins tell dad what i did so yes and then dad and and uh needles blow up uh no they cut the, the horns yeah they cut its antlers off or horn, yeah, yeah and then they blow up uh, the entire warehouse and drive off and as all these elves are rushing down uh, the kid they put down all their weapons because it's like the spell's broken like yeah. whoa like i could do whatever like what's going on yeah they're all just really confused the one originally and maybe up until like a few times ago i kind of thought that because uh pietri kind of like sacrificed himself that that counted as him doing a nice thing mm. so he was no longer on the naughty list so they didn't give a shit about him oh. I thought that was but I think it's just because the Santa gets blown up and yeah I think it's Santa's blown up yeah okay. so my way would have been better I think yeah I like your way better yeah. so the rest of the movie is a very and I, and I mean this very complimentary of the film is a very interesting set of time jumps <laughs> yeah. so we do get to the next day and so this starts off the time jumps. And so uh, the kid's like, hey, uh, I've penned up all these elves. And he's like, there are 198 of them. And they do the math. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, like 85,000. But they're like timesing it by that or multiplying it by that. And they're like, we're going to get like millions of dollars. 16 in those. million. Yeah. Like 1,800 wow. or something. So plus, that, <laughs> plus that. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> then we get a time jump where it's 312 days to Christmas. And then now they're, I guess they've been in these pens for months, as, as noted by all of you guys. <laughs> well, they're dirty, too. Yeah. So they're, like, washing off all of these 198 Prison elves. Style, like yeah. <laughs> and then they're cleaning them up. And then I guess that took, you know, uh, 200 months. days. Yeah. Because now it's 76 <laughs> days till Christmas. And now they're teaching all of these guys, uh, these uh, elves that all look like Santas, how to wrap presents. So there's classes on present wrapping. And one of them earns a Santa hat. And they're also like showing like how to pet children's heads. <laughs> so, uh, like you pet it by the back of the head. Like don't snap a kid's head off. Like just pet it by the back. Of the head. So, so let's let's talk about that. So yeah, the the father son team are like kind of on this cart demonstrating they're modeling. Like, yeah, but fashion boy modeling. So cool. the father is like kind of caressing this boy's face, mm-hmm. and I guess that's fine because it's father and son. If you brought your child to like a mall. And the Santa there was like he's just to, going to town on your kid's down. face. Very I, yeah, I, I feel like maybe no face touching for the yeah, Santas. So, but. so how about this? I totally understand. This is kind of sometimes, especially when my daughter's sleepy, how I pet her face and she might like put her head down a little bit. Um, if someone that was not intimately close to me, like a very close friend, my father was doing that to my child, I would. You'd see me on the news murdering someone. Right. Like, like, you, don't, you don't pet children's faces. You're in Finland, though. It's okay. It's Finnish. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very European. Yeah. It's Finnish Santa. I, well, oh, little girl, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, burnt burial doll? Yes, you too will bury children. I can assure you, you'll get that doll in your bed. So, then, yeah. yeah, then we get 24 days, and then... Um, they're boxing them up. Yeah, they're boxing them up. Again, Indiana Jones reference, they pan out, and it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, top men, 
Mm-hmm. And then you see the warehouse of where they store the Ark of the Covenant. And it looks like they have them all. And yeah. that's what's going on. They're shipping them out. And it's these are the rare exports right. that this this family and this village became a group of exporters of these elves. They're training them. They're shipping them out. And I, I think I can't remember my, or my I can't fully read it. From the land that brought you the original Santa Clauses mm-hmm. and those rare exports. And yeah. that was their tagline. And then, like, a military crew is picking them up, too. Well, yeah, this, so th- this, it was, it was pepper, 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 pepper yeah. and, like, looking fresh as hell. Mm-hmm. And when the when the like the doors open up and he's he's upgraded from a helicopter to like a sick cargo yeah. plane, oh, yeah. and he is looking like he's like blue from tailspin. Like he's just. He's, I, 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 was gonna, I was gonna say Monterey Jack. Yeah, he, w- whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, he's ready to. go. He looks great. Uh, he's my he's my spirit animal. Yeah. So that's the end of this film, and the twist is the rare exports are what happens to these elves and what right. happens to this village. I thought this is a super creative film, but I'm going to go into order kind of the circle around us. I'm going to start with Lamar. Go to me, Mike. Rami, uh, Lamar, what's your view on this film? I don't have much to add on to it. Um, it's a great film. Um, it's out of the ordinary for a Christmas movie, but um, it's kind of on tempo with Christmas movies that like explore the Krampus side of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of a mean-spirited Christmas entity that you have to overcome and it has some f- nice little fight scenes and war scenes there's gunplay and all that but it's not the whole movie it's not a whole action movie at all no. it tells a great story uh, it ends with a lot of weird action there's weird elves there's <laughs> dong uh, they hang dong in this movie a lot of dong hanging, yeah. <laughs> elf dong they weren't <clears throat> scared um, I liked it though just overall as a movie you probably never heard of that um, if you see it on a list that someone says uh, you should watch this obscure Christmas movie do it definitely this yeah. is a hit and if a you lot see of it on a list misses. you check that list twice yeah lo- <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> there's a lot of misses on that list but uh, this one's a hit yeah yeah for me I, I, to- I totally agree uh, this checks off a lot of boxes for me I think Mike and I have talked about this for many years if a Christmas movie is Christmassy. It doesn't have to be because it's just like Santa Claus and gifts and things. And it's cool when those themes are there. But we just basically want to watch a movie that has something to do with Christmas. I don't want to watch like a romantic, like uh, a time loop or everything always film. I want kind of diversity because I'm watching Christmas movies like I'm mainlining it. And I know Mike is too. Like I want to see a fun episode, a comedy. I want to see something serious. And I love that this movie has action, comedy, drama, all of those things. Um, I definitely think this movie is uh, under-reviewed and overlooked, probably because, you know, this movie is mainly in Finnish. There's a lot of English, but this is such an easy read. If any of you are like, I just don't want to read and I just want to relax and have a glass of wine or a couple beers or whatever, you could totally do this. It's not super dialogue heavy. There is a bunch of English, but a lot of it's in Finnish. Um, I think this is super original in a sea of movies that is a reboot or a soft reboot or a remake. And I've said this before on this podcast, this movie definitely comes out swinging with originality. Uh, even if you're not the biggest fan of horror, which is, isn't really it or other kind of forms of Christmas movies that aren't just like romance and like you could change your ways, um, which is like a Christmas Carol and many other films. I think everyone would have to note that it's super original. And as I said, I think the camera work is solid. I think the acting's really good. I don't know. 
Uh, I'm totally in. I definitely recommend this movie for a lot of reasons. Definitely. I like that you added that it's a lot of um, it's horror, it's funny, it's cinematic and action. It has all that stuff. Yeah, it just like hits off on everything. Like, even though there's nudity, like, unless you're some weird prude, it's not like weirdly sexual. It's just like that's what's happening. Yeah, I'm kidding around with the dogs. I mean, <laughs> it is I definitely mean, not sexual. <laughs> yeah, it's just like get over it. But like, yeah, there's like, there's a kid element, there's an adult element. And that's kind of classic for me too. Like, Home Alone. I love Home Alone because there's the parent story but there's the kid story too so there's that kind of happening as well it's like the father and the friend but then the father friend and son team up but then it's the son's adventure i don't know it's kind of everything i want in a christmas movie yeah even though i don't think it happens on christmas do they even get there yeah like the time jump is weird at the yeah. end for me they, they get christmas in there. like that's the ending day before the time jumps yeah, so. but then they just like don't do anything with those people for like two months. Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair up. enough. Yeah, like lock them away. We're getting, I need to get to that roast. I had the, t- <laughs> the town cranberry. I'm not going to waste it. Try two on that cranberry. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Mike? Uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. Um, I think I know how you got spilled. Yeah, but I, I watch it every year. Um, and and so we we often talk about the IMDb trivia for for movies. There were three trivia entries for this movie. Uh, two of them were boring. Well, the, the, all three of them were boring. But the third one, uh, I didn't see coming. This is, apparently the trivia was this is Kate Blanchett's favorite movie. So I love that. <laughs> so That's that. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> trivia number one. It's like yeah, the father and son are father and son in real life. Trivia two, the passport number for whatever Mr. Green was was the number pi. <laughs> And trivia number three, yeah, cool. Kate Blanchett's favorite movie. I'm going to tag Kate Blanchett on this because inevitably when Kate Blanchett is on the show, we have something to mm-hmm. talk about. There's yeah. the icebreaker. Boom. Yeah. She loves it. It's her favorite holiday movie. <laughs> I'm making a lot of this up, but not that part. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. And, you know, Paul's right. Even if, like, I don't, I don't want to sound like a rube, but I don't typically like watching foreign movies a lot because I hate reading. Um, but uh, honestly, you could turn the subtitles off and you probably would understand what's going on 100% of the time. You'd miss the jokes, though. You'd, you'd miss some of the jokes, for sure. But, like, I mean, a lot of it's pretty visual. Like, all the gingerbread stuff. I think you could piece, to, piece it together. Well, I, I think we need to look at the target audience of our, you know, demographics of our show, too. And what we're, like, going into. Yeah, to, like, you know, back mic, like, not to sound like we're rubes. Like, oh, man, reading subtitles. We're usually recording these podcasts at 1 in the morning. Like, we just finished the film. It's 1 in the morning. Like, we're super tired. Um, yes, tired. Yes, <laughs> tired and full of the, the holiday spirit and Christmas joy. Yeah. Well, Rami, what did you think about this? Well, I've said it a number of times. I love this movie. It's uh, one that I watch basically every year ever since the first time I saw it. So, uh, you actually touched on a little bit of what I uh, find the most unique and enjoyable about this, is that it's kind of this weird mix between a comedy buddy movie and a comedy uh, small-town weirdos movie and a horror movie. Just a fun, weird little uh, romp through Christmas shenanigans. Um, mm. I, I also find it interesting that this is like one of the few intergenerational buddy movie that I, I uh, am all that familiar with. Like, oh, the two kids are always palling <laughs> around. The dad and those two other dudes are always palling around. And then some around. crossovers. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun. It's a fun one. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, going back, like, I think, like, outside of, like, I wouldn't watch this on Christmas Day. I don't know if I would watch this on Christmas Eve. 
but I'd watch this anywhere through December. And I mean, that yeah. is such a compliment to this film. It's like, usually one of my earlier December viewings. Yeah, because, like, so, I mean, I think we all have, like, I, I'm going to, like, clearly note, like, I think it was TBS that still does this, or TNT, where it's, like, a 24-hour Christmas story marathon. Yeah. That is my Christmas Eve movie always. Like, I will always watch that. There's some I watch on Christmas, like Polar Express. I love it. Um, that's my Christmas jam. I know, Rami, you've noted movies before. Um the Night Before is always on one of my lists. Um, yeah, and such, such fun film that I just, it's, this movie isn't like as like holiday gift giving, like the day of, and that's fine. That's totally fine. It's so awesome to watch anywhere throughout December and be like cool Christmas movie for, yeah, it's just as Rami noted for multiple genres, all those reasons. Yeah. So yeah. it's more of like the adventure around Christmas. Yeah. Than like mm-hmm. the Christmas gift and holiday yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Lamar mentioned something earlier about the chemistry between the father and the son. Um, honestly, everyone in this movie, I feel like they just, I feel like they all live in this village yeah. and just hang out. Sure. Because the three dudes, like, I 100% believe that these dudes just pal around Absolutely. all the time. Yeah, totally. Their conversations are natural. Yes. Yeah, so yeah they're, they're not acting here. So this is ours, just who they are. I, I guess we're saying it. So good. Yeah, we're saying exactly. it. Rabbit Troop Sucks is going to make a, a Christmas film. Boom. Take that, Hallmark. Take mm-hmm. that, Lifetime. Melissa Joan Hart, I think you're on board. Start sending us the scripts. Let's uh, let's do it. We're going after Hallmark now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to. We got to take them down. <laughs> well, I announced it, and I'm going to hit pause, and we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back. But we're going to come back, and we're going to play a pretty quick quiz, uh, very similar to how we did in the uh, Halloween season. And to not destroy Mike's mind, we'll make it quicker than quick. Um, with a little prize at the end. There's actually a real prize that I know what it is at this point in time. So uh, we'll be back in a second. We'll continue this Christmas special of Rabbit Troop Sucks. Uh, We'll be right back. So we're back with the last part of this episode. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening all year if you have been or you've just tuned in. We've had fun recording all these episodes. We still have another episode for the end of the year, but uh, definitely seasonal episodes are some of our favorites. So we're going to play much like we did for Halloween. We're going to play, and going back, Nemo and Lamar, you owe Mike some drinks or a drink. And at the end of this one, there is a uh, prize I do have for whoever wins. We will go through a bunch of Christmas show episodes. My wife put this together. Thank you again for doing this for all of us. I know you're listening, so hopefully you have fun listening to it as well. So I will give you the episode title. The way it will go is I'll give you the episode title. Whoever tells me what TV show it comes from uh, gets a point. And then the way it works is if you answer it incorrectly, you cannot answer for the rest of the round. If everyone answers incorrectly, then it, no one gets any points. There's a bunch of these, so we'll go through them kind of quickly. Some of them are very easy and some of them are not. So again, the episode title I will give you, and then you just have to quickly tell me what is the TV show. So I'm going to do a little cheers privately. Cheers, mm-hmm. everyone. Denver, Colorado, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Uh, some of my favorite times during Christmas is everyone's just super chill. So cheers. I hope everyone's chill and well-fed. Cheers, everyone. Hell yeah. I like these little holiday trivia things. <laughs> the what? I like these little holiday trivia deals. Yes. Thanks again to my wife for putting this together. All right. We're going to go through it kind of quickly because there's a bunch. Ooh. So, again, you got to be quick. Mm-hmm. Christmas Day at the Bunkers. Uh, uh, all in the family. That's Lamar. There's a point. Couldn't think of the name of the show. Yeah. 
God help ye merry Bundymen. Oh, merry children. <laughs> Lamar, clean it up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having an empty drive. Okay. Oh, Christmas Pete. Pete and Pete. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's the adventures of Pete and yeah, Pete. Yeah, that's close enough. Shit. <laughs> Christmas with the Joker. Batman. Batman the Animated Series, Rami. Thanks to my wife for this one. <laughs> a very Topanga Christmas. <laughs> Boy meets world. Ah, Mommy, man. that's you. I was laughing. I was laughing. I think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, oh, well, I had, to, I had to actually think of this one. I was like, why does that sound familiar? A Benny Hanna Christmas. Ooh. The Office? It is. Good job, Mike. Ah. Uh... <laughs> The Nightmare After Crust Miss. Simpsons? Good job, Rami. Very nice. Huh. I don't know that one. I watch that. <laughs> this, one, this one's good. For, very Colorado. Mr. Hanky, The Christmas Pig. South Park. <laughs> I'm going to Oof. Mike, you might want to split that. I heard Lamar yeah. first. Um, okay, I'll take it. I won't argue. <laughs> that also thanks to my wife for this one, especially a show that I watch all the time. A Keaton Christmas Carol. Family ties. Good job, Lamar. <laughs> I do remember that episode. Have yourself a merry Winslow Christmas. Family matters. That's Lamar. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hell's Christmas gift. Malcolm in the middle. Good job, Mike. Wow, Mike. Good job. <laughs> Oh, Hal's Christmas. Hyde's Christmas Rager. 70s show. Good uh, job, Rami. Nice work. <laughs> oh, God. Three's Christmas. Three's company. <laughs> good, 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 good. That was a curveball. I didn't see it. I, didn't see it I read it and I was like, it can't be that easy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everyone, everybody hates Christmas. Everybody hates Christmas. Yeah, I would not have gotten that. Man, these the compared to the Halloween episode <laughs> names, <laughs> these are pretty on the nose. <laughs> they are. Those were weird. So yeah. <laughs> right. uh, Christmas in Hooterville. It's a good one. Married with children. It is not. So that means you're ruled out for this round. Hooterville. I would not have gotten this. That is wow. my only hint. And Rami, I thought that was good. That was actually a really good guess. Yeah. It was. That would have been Christmas with Biggins, or... <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you have any guess? Um, no. Again, it's Christmas in Hooterville. You want to give it a shot, or are you just going now? Well, I feel like it's right there. This is where I need the, the taboo. Like, eh. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I think you better pull that out because I yeah. can't get it either. None? Okay. No. I would not have gotten this. The Beverly Hillbillies. Oh. I don't watch enough Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, I, mean, I got the Beverly Hillbillies question for Halloween. There's going to be some tough ones in this, honestly, because uh, my wife was like, I went across the board. And Jeez. like honestly, looking at like the Batman, the animated series, I was like, oh my God. Like I'm surprised Lamar didn't get it. Rami, you did. Um, but And there's so many. I was like, oh my God. So there's, like, there's going to be more out there uh, that I definitely wouldn't get. Uh, okay, going back. The Santa Simulation. Oh, it's probably hmm. And if this helps, just because you guys know me so well, 
Good job, Rami. What was it? It is. It's the Big Bang Theory. It is. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, okay. Yeah. I was just. I was just about to say. I was like, I would not have gotten this. I was like, you guys know me so well. Oh yeah. Uh, you might be able to get this. I'm dreaming of a redneck Christmas. Hmm. <laughs> no, I, sorry. I read the next one. <laughs> like some of these are like very obvious. Larry the Cable Guy. It is not. But you're on the Is right path. show? Maybe. <laughs> I can probably get it now. Take a guess. I don't know if this is even a show or not. I'm just going to throw a guess out there. The Jeff Foxworthy show? That Has that been the show? No. no. That would have been my second guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like anything? No, I have no idea. Look on this as an ex Duck Dynasty. Oh, God. Uh, All right. yeah, no but I mean, I, I, honestly, I could see why my wife chose some of these. Like, some of these you yeah. could guess your way, but we're mm. going through pretty quick, and no one's throwing candy at Mike's head. That's appreciated, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these shows are, like, people watch them, we just don't, like Big Bang Theory and Duck Dynasty. Yeah, I've never like, seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do hope Nemo's back to throw some candy for the new year and maybe even yeah. at the end of the year. So I, I read the next one. That's why I was like, wow, some of these are very direct. A very Tanner Christmas. <laughs> House. Took me a while to get that. Man, I wasn't gonna get it. (laughs) The one with the holiday armadillo. Friends. That's Mike. I now know because of last time (laughs) that if you say the one with, it's friends. Right. That were Nemo again. I'm I'm not trying to complain. Nemo's like, I'm never gonna get these. And I was like, the one with, she's like, oh, it's friends. I was like, I told you. (laughs) Like, we're going through a bunch, like, some before any of us were born. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Again, shout out to my wife. A very monkey Christmas. And. Is it. The monkeys? The, <laughs> it is not, Mike. Uh-huh. A very monkey Christmas? Yeah, I would have guessed the monkeys too. I, I directly would have guessed the monkeys. <laughs> so would have I. But. Curious George. <laughs> Yes. Oh, wow. Wow, Rami. <laughs> Holy oh, crap. Yeah. Wow. What well, other show has a monkey? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, that was, that, was, that was amazing. That was amazing, Rami. Good job. All right. Christmas guy. Family guy. That's more. <laughs> too slow on the draw on that one. It's too new. All right. You got to keep this list going like this. All right, we got a bunch more, but we're going through quick. That was half the list. Um, you guys are doing great. Um, I'm dreaming of a White Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger? It is not. Damn it. I also would have guessed that. It should have been. Uh, Mike, I, I promise Power you, Rangers. It is. <laughs> I mean, those were the two choices. <laughs> I, very nice. I yeah, went with the one that I wanted it to be. Again, shout out to my wife. I mean, these are covering so many different episodes of different shows with different decades, different focal points. Yeah, um, that was another one for Rami. Awesome. Good job, Rami. Um, woof. <laughs> the Christmas Cruise. Love Boat? It is! Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Damn. I would not have gotten that. Oof. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I need to give you a hint. I, I, will. I will. I'll preemptively give you a hint, and you'll have to be quick on this. The words I'm saying are not spelled like they normally would be spelled. Think about that with a sitcom with different spellings, but it's again, you're going to have to be quick. Silent Night. Night Rider. Yeah. 
you want to split that? <laughs> no, that's you. Okay. Rami, you want to be a split on that? No, I had no... F- no, no, I... I, I, oh. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. Uh, Who do you think it was? It was I mean, Lamar. I, okay. <laughs> I heard Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of limped in on that one. Like, yeah, we, we all did. <laughs> Not me, I had nothing. The Santa in the slush. I'm going to go with Bob's Burgers. It is not. Oh. I have no idea. I don't either. It is Bones. That's why I... We never get idea. the Bones ones. So. Yeah. You got boned. Yeah. The this. next one, the Pontiac Bandit Returns. Brooklyn Nine. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was like, come on, Mike. <laughs> oh, I saw that one. That that's a good here, one. Here is, here is that, that's the, my online namesake. Here is here is a disappointing surprise fact about Mike and I's friendship. Uh-oh. Mike turned me on to uh-huh. Brooklyn Nine Nine, but Mike is not finished. No, I home. so I got that so quick. Last week I watched the entirety of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Wow! Because the last so Brooklyn Nine Nine, the deal is they always have a well, which started off as a Halloween heist, mm-hmm. and it, then it was like different seasons. And the last season did not have any of these. And this is an ongoing thread. And I told Mike, I was like, please, I hope you watch it one day because the last episode is the last heist, which I thought was perfect. It was great. Yeah. yeah the last yeah. episode was definitely one of the best. That's awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going deep here. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. This is not the pornographic film that my wife and I always watch, but uh-huh. Brown and Toyland. <laughs> <laughs> the Brown show. It is not. That's oh, such a wow. good guess. I wouldn't even got wow, that. That's, that's what guess. I was yeah. about to say. Well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Does anyone else have a different guess? Uh, what's the name again? <laughs> Brown, Brown, Brown and Toyland. Brown and Toyland. I, mean, I can make other guesses, but I'm out. Brown and Toyland. Nope. No. It's Murphy Brown. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> the, the, the next one, Cobra Claws are coming to town. Good job, Good job Mike. Nice. It's like Cobra Kai. Mike. Cobra Claws. God, Cobra Kai. <laughs> this is selling itself. Cobra Kai, you need a Christmas episode like that. Come on. Yeah. I, God, Cobra Kai, you're just the best TV show. I am thankful for Cobra Kai. Thank you, Christmas. There you go. All right, the next episode, The Spy Who Came In for a Cold One. What's the name of that show? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, not, I'm just reading another episode title. Can you, can you give us a decade that this show aired in? The Spy Who Came In for a Cold One oh. would definitely be in the 80s. Cheers. It is. Nice. Yes. Oh, I was thinking it was that weird detective one with the really dumb detective. R.I.P. Kirstie Alley. Oh, yeah. Kirstie yeah. Alley. That is yeah. not something I'm ringing in the New Year's with. That's yeah. unfortunate. All right. Lamar. Cheers. Give that down. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not thankful for my note-taking abilities. Getting toyed right in brown land. Okay. Comparative religion. Uh, community. Community. Oh, good job, Mike. Mm-hmm. Good job. I thought I knew the answer and was just choking on it. I still would have got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one I saw that I was laughing about. Yippee kaye, melon farmer. Oh, uh, the Goldbergs. Yep. <laughs> good job, Mike. <laughs> 
All right. Oh, wow. Good luck, guys. Mm. A girl and her cat. Think this one out. I bet you could get there. A girl and her cat. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It is wow. nice. <laughs> Very nice. Good job, Robbie. Very good. Oh, we got a little... No, we don't. <laughs> nope. No, no, we don't. I thought we had a tie, then I realized Lamar is extra. Sometimes I want to give you some hints just because I know we all watch the same shows. So this core of four, I'm glad Rami's here. This core of four, we watch movies pretty much weekly. Um, I know we watch TV shows, we watch things seasonally, we play some games together. So... Sometimes if I want to give you a hint, it's just, I don't think you may have watched this show. And so that's probably a good hint enough that I wouldn't have guessed this. Lexmas. And I'm going to underline L-E-X. Superman? I'm not going to oh, rule uh, Mike out. Smallville? Good job. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, for a show no one's watching. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> I'm glad everyone agreed with that. I was yeah. like, I don't, I want to say no, but I was so like, come on, we, I we don't give it yeah. to you. Right no, away. you, you should, should have said no. You still would have been the closest even after we all passed. A double double on once again. Okay. Okay, this one's doubled up too. Sorry, sorry. I know uh, my wife was trying to do some like easiest to the most complex but then I know we were both doing some work and she's like I was unable to do it so two of them got doubled up uh -huh. um, so I'm going to go with one of them that I thought was the easiest it's the last one and she's like and by the time I got to the end of the list I was just kind of done so I'll go for a really quick easy one Rattlestar Rick Lactica Rick and Morgan. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there's Mike that I thought was one of the easiest amongst this group yeah okay <laughs> that's a great episode it is a great episode <laughs> Snake All right. <laughs> Luda Christmas. 30 Rock. Good job, Mike. <laughs> Is Ludacris in that episode? He's not. Oof. Like, what the hell? I know. This is close game. Mm. I know uh, you're taking a sip of this. Let's do another cheers. Okay. Cheers, cheers, y'all. Christmas. I'm thanks not, again. I'm not getting up for no, this. No, That's no, not, yeah, no, no way. Thank, thanks again for listening. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have to say it again. As always, uh, if you would like to reach us, write us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram. If there's a movie you want us to review, if there's something especially seasonal, let us know. If you want to get to know Rami a little bit more, if you want to know what he's into, if you want to know the gifts you want to send him, then let us know. Just write us. I've said all you know this month. If uh, you want Mike to have you do a sound clip or a sound clip for Mike talking about weird things, mm -hmm. just write me. Write me on the side. Me on the side. But yeah, cheers, y'all. <laughs> cheers. That's before Mike opens his own cameo, <laughs> song steps you for his own income. I'm gonna manage that cameo. We're gonna split it 50-50. Mike's gonna say terrible things, <laughs> and I'm gonna sign off on it. Mm -hmm. All right. The next one. I would not get. That's my hint to you. Jingle balls. Uh-huh. Jingle balls. <laughs> Smash Mouth? I don't... Is that a band? <laughs> nope. Rami's not. I'm not going to do anything. 
No. Or a show called Ball something. I'm just going to cross that out. That's enough of that. That was Will and Grace, everybody. <laughs> so it wasn't okay. Smash Mouth. <laughs> that show with Mick Kroll. I don't know. Oh, Big Mouth? Big Mouth. I don't know. That makes way more yes. sense. <laughs> wow. This... Uh, again, I'm trying to give you like reasonable hints. Also, because I just feel like all four of us have watched so many similar things over two plus decades. Like you could not have four gentlemen in a room that is probably have more similar viewing. Um, I don't know if I'd get this. I don't even know what hints I could give you. How the ghosts stole Christmas. I X Files. Wow, Rami, that was great. It's a good episode. Nice. I. I off the that episode. That is a good episode. Off the episode title alone, I would oh, not damn, have gotten yeah. that. Wow, good job. I oh wouldn't have God. gotten it either, but I, I, I know exactly what that is. I've watched his X Files a few times. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah. Test <laughs> that. All right, the next one. God rest ye, merry gentle mannequins. God rest ye, merry gentle mannequins. If I were to give you a hint, mannequins are a key point of this episode. Bob's Burgers? It is. Mm. Well, I've seen that one. I'll have to... <laughs> it's, it's where that like dude like starts living with them and does like, <laughs> yeah. those, like window go. scenes. <laughs> 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 oh, that is a good one. Oh. All right. Oh, okay. It's, it's really close. So Lamar is at 13. Rami, you're at nine, and there is a bunch left, and Mike is at eleven. Okay, and I'm just trying to like, could there, I'm trying to think what could be like a tiebreaker. Well, I'm just gonna keep going. Um, I kind of have a guess. Okay, Blues Big Holiday. Blues Clues. There's Lamar. Comes nice. hot with the Blues Clues. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear Blues, it's gotta be Blues Clues. <laughs> Snorlax Snowman. A Pokemon? It is, Mike. Oh, <laughs> mm. The Claw Who Stole Christmas. Inspector Gadget? Oh my Ooh, god, dude. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Wow, Lamar, you're yeah. at 15. I think Lamar clinched it regardless. Well, we have two more questions. I thought this last one would tip anything in Lamar's favor. I have two more left. Uh... The, the next one, Death Miss. Death Clock. It is. Ah, well, I'll, say, I'll, I'll let you. Oh, yeah, Apocalypse. Well, yeah. yeah right, right. Lamar's clearly won this. Okay. Uh, but let's see. Yeah, let's see who gets the last one. Yeah. The very last one. I did not do this in order. I just knew the Rick and Morty one was last. Uh, and it has like Rick in its name. So I did that one already. The very last one is Yes, Mikey, Santa does shave. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's an animated cartoon. I mean, it doesn't really matter anymore. That would be my hint. I would not get this. I think the one... I mean, we could just tip in Lamar's favor. If anyone was to get this outside of, honestly, my wife, it would be Lamar. Yes, Mikey, Santa does shave. Animated. Ninja Turtles? Ooh, it is that's, not, a good, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good answer. It's not... Great answer. What does Santa shave? <laughs> is, is this a dull cartoon? Well, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you this: if it's rare exports, they need to shave a little more. Yeah. Yeah. 
Where where where's our sponsorship this year? Like, guys, do you need to shave your nether regions? Use this razor, and I will fill in the blank if you send me and Rabbit Troop sucks money, mm-hmm. which you have been sponsored by. Oh, that's perfect. You're you're gonna get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna get it. Lamar, no, but I can't. I. Damn. Again, the last. I mean, regardless, Lamar Lamar's won this. I'll go over the scores at the very end. Yes, Mikey, Santa does shave. Is a recess episode. Ah, nice. Branding off with Mike has twelve. Rami, I believe you have nine, and Lamar, you have twenty-two. Holy crap! Twenty-two. Okay, that was less close than you made it out to be early. No, you, you and you and Lamar were like kind of neck and neck until those last five questions. You went from fifteen to twenty-two. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Not twenty-two. <laughs> Lamar is seventeen. Sorry. Okay, that's that's all. <laughs> Rabbit Troop Sucks is not about math in the holidays and shaming people for not adding correctly. We don't have Jusho's day. We don't have Jusho's day. Well, you guys can talk about it for a second. Yeah, I'm going to get. I really do have a gift. Oh, Oh, wow. He really does. It's a physical gift. It's not the promise of beer. Well, I'm going to say, like, Nemo and Lamar, you owe Mike from the last one. I do. Okay. And now you're going to get something. So maybe the gift is a beer for me. Yeah. No. So I, I expect that gift to be handed off to me immediately. To do that, but now that I'm getting a physical gift, yeah. I don't yeah, know if that's going to be a thing. Even if it is. Oh, my God. This is, wow. It's here. Oh, I told my you. goodness. Oh, and it is a beer. Oh, this, this are, I love this stout. What Thank is it? you. Yeah. <laughs> these guys go hard with their stouts. The oh, Lost nice. Abbey Serpent Stout. Okay, very nice. go hard with your I've beers seen, in general. I've Thank seen you very much. I haven't tried it. Let me know how it is. We should totally have awesome. gifts more often. Damn it, again, Nemo and Lamar, you owe Mike something. Not that. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> but, do it. But as I said, I'll always pitch in. My wife loves putting these together. Um, again, reach out to us. Hopefully you're having a good time. I do have a couple really quick questions just to extend this, just because it's a Christmas episode. And so these questions I've asked of all of us, but uh, one of the questions I keep thinking of, and it doesn't need to be like super, super complex. And I do want to revise one of my answers. That's why I'm going back to this. So uh, we were talking and one of my questions for everyone, Rami, I don't think you would have heard this yet because I think it will be released in days. But I asked uh, Lamar and uh, Mike, like, what what is uh, one of your favorite Christmas gifts you ever got? And I do want to revise my answer before going to Rami. I said... I remember one year, like, I got this G.I. Joe, like, super cool plane, and I, I the coolest thing was just I never saw it before. Like, I didn't even know it existed, and I just, like, had it, and I was like, oh, my God, what is this? And it was super cool, but actually, one of my favorite gifts to note was, I think I was four or five years old, and shout out to my brother, it was, he got me a Transformer, and it was just, like, a very small blue and red one. And it just had like three easy steps. I was just such a small kid. I was like, my brother got me a Christmas gift. And like that just blew my mind. I was like, why is he getting me a Christmas gift? Yeah, I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. Um, I, I thought about that because like after we recorded, I was like, that's not actually true. Like I always think about that one gift. And they re-released that Transformer. I need to get it at some point in time. Um, but that's cool. But Rami, that's my one of my questions to you. Like what is one of your favorite gifts that you you've ever received in Christmas. It could be a meal. It could be just something simple. It could be just like even a moment. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, kind of along those same lines, the gifts that really struck me the most were the ones that were completely unexpected. Uh, 
Lucor gave me a scarf one year, out of the blue. I don't know. My brother. For, yeah. for everybody out there. And, uh, We've mentioned Lucor on the yeah. side. Uh, my brother gave me a, a Christmas scarf. Uh, he is not a Christmas guy by any means. But he knows I like Christmas, so he got me a present. It blew my mind. Right on. Yeah, I love That's that. That's awesome. I love it when it comes out of the blue. You don't expect it. Yeah, Rami, you also, like, I remember noted uh, years ago that you're like, Hey, if anyone ever wants to, you know, join me, like I do a Christmas lasagna. It's crazy because that's what my wife and I do every single year. Uh, my backdrop is an Italian family. We do that a lot for Christmas and uh, like amongst other things. And then uh, on Christmas Eve, and I know my wife, I think also did it for Christmas Eve. Now we just made it for Christmas. But I also love that idea. Everyone in this room, all four of us, uh, I'm sure if anyone's listening, you could probably relate like feel like we're the orphans of Christmas. We've always done like random Thanksgivings or Christmases or like even gone online or just made sure we've done stuff. Like none of my family lives here. Very little of my wife's family lives here. Um, Mike and I are not from here. You guys are. Um, but yeah, I just always feel like we've always gotten together. So it's just kind of awesome that we get to do the Christmas podcast together. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, I see you guys on holidays. I have family in town, but um, afterwards I make an effort to connect with some friends as well and spread the cheer. And I've always enjoyed the Christmases I spent with you guys. Um, no matter if we did it online, if we couldn't meet in person, or if we did it at one of your houses, usually um, there's a dessert for oh, yeah. remember Thanksgiving remember uh, Thanksgiving is really good for a meet up with dessert after the meal but uh, Christmas is just good for just drinking and whatever with friends one, one of my favorite Christmas moments and I know we tried to talk to you Rami I think you had plans this at this point in time it was the very start of the pandemic it was like literally 2020 and it was the back end of Christmas and uh I, I met up with uh, Lamar and Mike, and in my backyard, we watched Goonies on a small projector and had a couple just Christmas shots, and my wife had pie that she made, and we just did that and just kind of talked. It was the first time I really sat down with more individuals than my wife and my daughter, and maybe like one other person, in like months, and it was that Christmas, and it was just like in the backyard, super cold just kind of staying warm with shots and just like the holiday cheer. And that was awesome. Another one, it was kind of sad uh, thinking back about it. It was, um, we were going to, me and my family were living here as my mom and my dad were living in Denver, Colorado, and we were going to go to Chicago and we went to the airport and we got to like the check-in and everything. And they're like, here's the situation. Like the plane like needs maintenance and like we're canceling everything. And it was like super terrible. And my mom was like, Okay, like she was super distraught about the whole thing. So she's like, you know, let's just leave. And my dad and I try to convince my mom, like, you should just go. Like, go see your mom. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out. And I said, like, directly, like, my dad and I will just have, like, a Christmas. We'll, we'll make we'll make do. We had a dog at the time, various other things. Um, we're like, we'll get him out of the kennel. Uh, everything will be fine. My mom refused, and we went home. And it was kind of sad because, like, my dog had to stay in the kennel the extra day. But I remember I had one gift. I think it was like the next day or whatever, or it might've been Christmas and it was wipe out for the Nintendo 64. Oh, and I brought it over to you 
and you, Rami. Uh, Rami and Lamar were both there with uh, Rami's uh, two other brothers. I'm, th- I'm trying to think. And your cousin. Uh, and I usually keep people nameless until they're on the show, except for Luke Or You're just going to be legend here. So you're, you're, you're mythos. <laughs> you're going to have to be a guest host. He, he's mythos on and beyond. <laughs> and it was there were moments, I think it was like, maybe Christmas Eve or the 26th. I don't think it was the day of. But it was one of those days, and we all just like played Wipeout for like two hours because no <laughs> one gave a shit. And I feel I, I just hope that's everyone's Christmas. Just it doesn't mean to be complex. Mike and I have talked about this for ages. Like I, this could be like a five-hour podcast just because Mike and I have talked about like Christmas does not need to be complex. It should just be like merriment. Everyone's like it is literally like Jesus pulling out wines and loaves. Like people <laughs> should just bring out like. Are you kind of drunk? You're not? Then drink this. <laughs> Are you eating? Then you should eat this. Like, that should be that, and that should be everyone's day. Um, I think that's one of the commandments, actually. It should be. I mean, damn. Like, I don't know. Those are my favorite things Like for, for the holidays. I don't know. Is there anything else to add for the, to this episode? Any any Denver and memories? Like, if anyone's got like a super sweet Christmas Eve or Christmas Day memory, you should you should say it. I, honestly, I don't. When I was a kid, we used to walk through Cherry Creek uh, around Christmas and uh, look at all of the really rich people's fancy Christmas light displays. <laughs> and it was fun every year. But the one that stood out the most, it was like, I think it was Christmas Eve. There was a ton of snow on the ground, so there's no cars out. But all the lights were on. It was me, uh, my brother, my brothers, uh, two of them, uh, two of my cousins, and my uncle. And we're just cruising through this super rich part of town looking at really fancy Christmas lights. About as Christmassy as you can can get. Nice. That's nice. That's that's my best Christmas Denver. Yeah, what's what's crazy is one one of my memories, and not not just with Denver. I don't know if I did this with my family ever at Denver, just because I was like a later teen when we moved here. But like thinking back, and I know my wife has this too. um, My wife's from Detroit. I'm from Chicago. Is we would drive through it, just like Rami noted. Like we would drive through. Like it was also like. I guess maybe noted in the newspapers or various other things like the best Christmas display blocks. So we would just drive through like literally some of my nights as a kid was just driving up a couple streets just to like admire some Christmas lights. Like, and I think most people listening to this would just be like, man, that sucks. Like, <laughs> what is that? And I was like, I don't know. I was like driving through wonderment. I, I, I don't know how to replicate that. I don't know how to show that to my daughter. I, I might go to the Botanic Gardens, go to the Zoo Lights. Uh, but beyond that, like, I just, I know, I know people, there are certain blocks that just, like, do it. But, I mean, what a weird concept. I mean, uh, we, we do the uh, the downtown capital, but that's, like, a real slog, too. Like, we've done that a couple of years, like, before we had our daughter. Um, but you have to, like, be in traffic for, like, two hours. Mike, you've done this way more. Oh, really. for the Parade of yeah. Lights? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun and it's it's cool, but... Yeah, getting in and out of downtown for the Parade of Lights is kind of a hassle. I mean, I usually go on uh, Friday because I, I work downtown and I don't have to go anywhere. Um, and my, my company is a sponsor, so I can usually get, like, fun tickets. Um, but, yeah, like, I 
I wouldn't recommend anyone make the trek unless you're really invested in it. Or I mean, then you could just go the day after where everything's lit up. Like it's not like yeah, a terrible yeah. thing. Well, like, I mean, the just... parade. Like, there's like a there's a literal parade. Yeah, right. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. But it's just crazy that you'd just be like stuck in it for hours, and it's like, wow, we just just drive down like these illuminous streets, and yeah, I, we did that when I was a kid as well. Like there'd be certain neighborhoods where just everyone did. It's yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it, it's coming back. I, um, this I recently, it. I feel like blocks are doing that now. Not yeah. like yet, but I feel like it's going to get up there. Um, well, I mean, even just like I, so my dirty secret is I go to bars by myself to drink alone a lot. And that's not, it's, <laughs> you don't, don't judge me. If you need sound clips. Don't judge my sadness. Write me. Um, write me a poll at <laughs> rabbitroopsense.com. It's a thing that I enjoy. But like the neighborhood that I live in, there's, there are a lot of. Uh, a lot of lights. There's a lot of blocks that have a lot of festive houses. So it's just kind of, especially on these cooler like winter nights, especially if there's snow, it's just kind of fun to like walk down to the bar and and, and see these lights. It's even more fun walking home because like the lights are oh. twinkling more when I'm <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> the Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they used no, to walk it's, through it's Cherry Creek that way. There used yeah. to be several bars that were way more affordable, like the Cherry Cricket, various other things. And right. you just walk out of there, and yeah, and Mike's right. Well, that, I mean, extra that, that, is, that is the neighborhood that I live in. Yeah. Um, I don't go to the Cherry Cricket very often because it's full of douchebags now. Um, Everywhere is. A lot of places are, yeah. But, yeah. It, whites are awesome to look at and they're everywhere in christmas and i'm glad people just decorate up their house so you can look at them so yeah it's nice it's actually I'm, nice city for it. I'm, I'm gonna backtrack on my cherry cricket com- comment because i don't want to talk negatively about <laughs> a denver business because the cherry cricket is dope um like especially to go as a restaurant but like it's not the bar that i'm hanging at there you go it's yeah. also not the same bar it used to be well for sure yeah, yeah. and they're opening a third location where I have no idea. Okay, this <laughs> all they're opening. The I mean, the second location is right by my office, and I never go to it. I don't know why. Rami, as a listener of the show, one of the last questions I have, very unChristmassy, is: Are there any movies you think we should just sit down and watch? It's like let's not go through a handful. How about this? Put him on the spot. But but no, no, no. let's not go through a handful. But has there been like as you've listened like. There is one movie. Yeah. There is one movie, I don't want to mention it, that Rami and I did watch solo. I shouldn't say solo, as a duo. We watched a Denver filmed movie mm. that I do want to watch that Mike did not. Oh. And we watched a movie by this director who did another film that was terrible. Yeah. But I want to go back to the first movie. Because yeah. I was like, that yeah, was we could. I'd, yeah. like, I'd like that director to redeem himself. Because, yeah. yeah, you were talking about the one that you guys saw. Yeah. And it sounded dope, and then we watched this other one, and it not was good. fucking terrible. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, I, like, I, don't, I don't have a need to go back. But yeah. like, So not to put Rami too much on the spot, is there just one? You're like, damn, I would love to do this movie. I mean, you're, you're, all of your brothers have like these certain films, but like, is there like one or two that you're like, this is one of my favorites? I always think of like weird childhood films. I've noted on this podcast a million times. I have piecemealed together little monsters and one day maybe we'll do it. Maybe it's like my birthday film, but like we've basically done the review. If you put it all together and like take my <laughs> vocals out, like we could put together a one hour podcast about it. But is there like one movie you're like, damn, that's a really good unsung hero or that was a weird effing film. Maybe. Uh, you guys ever seen the Baron von Munchausen? Yes. yes. That's a good movie. Yeah, that is Terry Gilliam. Yeah, uh, yeah, Terry Terry Gilliam. 
Uma Thurman's uh, first, I think, on-screen appearance. Uh, I forget who else is in that movie. That's a fun one. It's one of my childhood classics. Okay, I like that. I would would do that. Terry Gilliam is a wild card for me because some of these I really like, (laughs) some I don't. And there's like a lot written about this. Like some are unfinished, some he had mental breakdowns, some... And I'm not saying that as like a negative towards him. It's just there's a lot and this guy was doing a lot, but that... That's a great film. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've, we've got one more film for this year. Uh, thanks for listening. Rami, thanks for being on here. Um, again, like, I literally could not tell you a core group of four people that watch more movies that are kind of like-minded about these things than is what is in this room. So... I'm super cheerful for this. Denver, Colorado, as I said before, most of my holidays have been here. Super chill. I hope you just act pleasant and just know like some people need help and everyone has their own situation and everyone should be chill about it. And we're free as hell. If you want to sponsor us, that's awesome. That's cool. We'll give percentages to charities. Who are you? Let's talk. Rabbit Troop sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Rabbit Troop sucks. Yeah. Ronnie, Rabbit Troop sucks. Rabbit Troop sucks. Happy, happy birthday, Christmas. Yeah, happy Merry holidays, all. <laughs> Rabbit Troop sucks. <laughs>